Hey there, everybody. Welcome along to Tech Talk UK. I am joined, as usual, by Mr. Richard Yates, if he's going to answer me this time. Hello. Good afternoon, Kev. Welcome from the centre of England, or at least oh. five miles away from No, 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 no. Uh, what, how, well, if you're in the centre of England, I need to know what you're doing in Reading today. Come on. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not actually anywhere that's about to be connected to the London Underground. I'm about two hours away by road in, in a place that's five miles away from the place traditionally regarded as the centre of England in Meriden, or 12 miles away from where oh. the survey thinks it is. Oh. So, so, yeah, yeah I don't quite know what that one's all about. Right, fair enough. Um, we are recording this on Wednesday the 16th of March, mainly because Richard has got some family commitments at the weekend. Uh, and I didn't want to delay or cancel because I'm kind of buzzing a little bit about my latest gadget. Yeah, you've got a new toy, haven't you? I've got, I've got probably the most... Yeah. What you could do, Siri, is you could actually go away, really. Is that all right? I don't have an answer for that. Is there something else I can help Okay, with? I think we're going to not get anywhere with that little line of... Uh, well, God, dear me. I don't even know how it, how it heard its name, to be honest. Okay. <laughs> um, sorry, everyone. Sorry. This is the challenge, isn't it, with these things? My, my new gadget isn't Siri. You'll be glad to hear. Um, so everyone who listens to this knows that I've got diabetes. I've had it for quite some time. Uh, the self-inflicted version, I suppose we call it, type 2. Uh, got it, well, I think it's about 14, 15 years ago. I've just been for my six-monthly checkup um, and blood uh, taken out of my arm to be sent away for the uh, for the HBAC ones and uh, A1Cs I should say and uh, I always about that time every every it's been yearly lately actually but um, Covid sort of put it off a bit but now it's going back to six months uh, my last ones have all been instant because I've been going to the hospital to have them done mm. But this one, I'm, I'm sadly, the hospital will only keep you if you're struggling to control it, ironically. Um, so they discharged me back to the GP. But the GP was very good, actually, this time. They've got a new uh, care nurse in there, and she was brilliant. And um, it, it always, around that time, it always makes me think, oh, how good have I been? Probably not that good, you know. And <laughs> it, it's going to go, I mean, you guys, you remember a couple of years ago, I nearly got put on insulin. I was literally one... Well, I was at the meeting to be put on insulin, even though I didn't know that that was what the meeting was, um, and was only avoided it by the fact that I had made a huge effort in the previous six months um, or the previous year, I can't remember, and got it down to 7.1 uh, on the A on the A1C. Um, they measure them differently now, don't they, Richard? They, they do, uh, yeah. because uh, last week I, I went to... Um, so I had a full medical last week, which... Actually, it was, was quite positive because almost everything yeah, was good. better than three years ago, except that I now have high blood pressure, so uh, I'm currently waiting for a prescription on that one, but not to yeah. have high blood pressure. But, but I was actually very relieved that my uh, my um, uh, blood markers for diabetes were, were still okay. So, uh, so yeah, you're yeah. I, I must admit, having had a not very active three years, I was thinking, oh, I could really be uh, be up against it. But the really strange thing is, it's true what they say, I think, about blood pressure being a silent killer. I haven't realised that my blood pressure was going up. And, yeah. it, and it, it's not terribly up, but it's consistently a, it's consistently up, up enough they want to put me on, on some uh, some pills. So yeah. I suppose um, a good thing I had the medical, really. 
Yeah, and as I mean, I guess like heart rate would show on the Apple Watch, wouldn't it? And uh, yeah. blood oxygen would now show, but blood pressure is something they. Yeah. We spoke about this the other day privately that yeah. um, you yeah. can you can get a wrist a wrist monitor now, but they haven't. I think I think we said the Samsung Watch yeah. was. Uh, I, I've come within a within a click of buying a Galaxy Watch Four. Yeah, the Galaxy Watch Four is the only one that, uh, as far as I can gather, of the. Of the mainstream ones, anyway, yeah. where, where uh, they've actually got some sort of medical accreditation, and it sort of says you basically need to reset this every month. And and there is a bit of me thinks I might still do it, but of course that that then has really big implications. Of course, it means I've got to carry a Samsung around all the time, mm. um, which I mean, I do have a Samsung, so that's yeah, not, a, not an appalling uh, problem. But for all of that, mm, I don't know. I, I was hoping last year's new Apple Watch would. Um, would have blood pressure on it, but it didn't, and so I guess Apple aren't happy with what they've got. Maybe, maybe the one this year will. But if I recall correctly, when it started doing the um, the ECG thing, it was available in America first, and it was yeah. quite a few months yeah. later before it was available in the UK. So yeah. I don't know. Maybe I should just get one and have done with it. Has so. to get approval, doesn't it? Really, but I mean, and quite rightly so. Yeah, it's it's not. I mean, you can obviously measure blood blood pressure at home fairly easily and and as often as you want, I suppose. Well, here is my answer. Yes, indeed. <laughs> That's a sound I know well because I yeah. had to do all my blood pressures before I went. Yeah. Well, I was having to do it after this medical. I was having to do it morning and afternoon, so I've mm. got a, a build up of readings for the consultant who I saw on Monday, and and he was sort of saying, well, look, it's not too bad because some of your readings are perfectly normal, but some of them are quite high. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, it, it is a bit erratic. It needs a bit of control. So I think as soon as the GP gets around to prescribing them, uh, that's going to be um, another addition to the rattle fund. Another know. tablet. Yeah, I know. Is the I was, uh... I was complaining about that when I when I got put on the last lot of pills to my dad, and he was going, "Well, you know, look at it this way. I'm 90. I take 15 pills a day. Why yeah. should I worry?" And, yeah, and yeah, exactly. It's just a bit of a uh, okay. yeah. Could do without that, but. Absolutely. On the other hand, my cholesterol, which is the pills I was moaning about at the time, is now back in, in very good shape thanks to the statins. So, so that, yeah, was, a, that yeah. was a real plus, actually. It basically means my arteries aren't in the same sort of mess they were five years ago. In science we trust, I guess. Um, uh, absolutely. I'd be dead without it. I've had COVID. Indeed. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think I might have it soon. Um, lots yeah. and lots of people at work have now got it, unfortunately. And uh, in my view, it's because of the... I, I think a lot of it could be saved off because of the mask thing but i'm now thinking i want to i want to get it as soon as possible now really because obviously the uh, vaccine wanes a bit every month i suppose um mm. i'd rather get it and get it over with although as we already know it doesn't stop you getting it again later on anyway does it so well no i mean oh, i can't remember whether it, it had it and when um when we were last talking i probably could, not quite but my my son uh, and his family in, in norway they they've had it a second time and, and that was where i got it um the same problem the grandchildren brought it home from school both times uh, and he seemed actually to be pretty okay with uh, Omicron. He basically said it was like having a, a 24-hour horrendous cold that basically meant he slept for 20 hours and, you know, all of his mm. sinuses and his nose mm. were full of gunk. And, and like four days later, he went off to a medical conference. He was testing negative. So yeah. it's very odd the way it affects different people. We'd um, better push on with my new gadget because you may have to go yeah, add, uh, short notice. Go. So um, talk about your, your stunning gadget, which I have my seen. My stunning um, gadget. So, yeah, first yeah. of all, um, obviously when I was diagnosed, I was given a blood test meter. And anyone who's diabetic knows, uh, and a lot of people who aren't knows, that you, you, 
you prick your finger. I've been watching a lot of videos lately and I'm still amazed by how many people and how many, how many videos for these blood glucose meters show people pricking the inside, the tips of their finger on the face mm. of their finger. You definitely shouldn't do that as a diabetic because that's where all your nerve endings are and it will hurt like hell. Um, you, mm. you, you do it on the side of the finger, but I'm amazed how many people still show it pricking their finger on YouTube and all over the place. Amazing. Um, but you prick oh, your finger. I've never known that. You put a tiny little bit of blood on your... You, know, you learn the hard way, promise you. Um, yeah, yeah, I suppose you do. You put an absolutely tiny, tiny drop of blood these days. It, when I first started out 14 years ago, it was a decent little little bubble of blood that you needed to get to get a reading. Now they're so much better, you just put that on there. You can obviously do that several times a day. You can do it as many times as you want, but I, I've always felt a little bit subconscious about doing it in front of people. Some people literally faint at the sight of blood and sitting in like the 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 snack room or the where we eat our dinner i didn't think it was never thought felt really comfortable with doing it and obviously have looked over the years many times at the product that we're going to talk about a little bit today and that is the libra 2 l-i-b-r-e 2 um cgm it's called constant glucose monitoring system um, and it's basically a disc about the size of a 10p coin, I guess, thicker, uh, thicker than that, probably about the thickness of a two pound coin, nowhere near as heavy as that, obviously. And essentially you insert it into an arm, uh, typically the back of your arm, so it doesn't get knocked off. It sticks by, um, uh, by adhesive, which seems to be very strong. It's been on my arm now for about six days. Um, and essentially what that does is it puts a little probe or, or really described as a filament, really, a tiny little thin filament. So it's it, a bit like a, an acupuncture needle or something like that. Really, 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 very, very thin. Sort really, of, very yeah. Sort of you, you, in actual fact, it's quite interesting. If you have a look at a picture of it, you'll, the sensor itself, you'll see, you'll see what looks like a needle in the sensor, but the needle is actually in the applicator. The thing you see in the picture is this little filament, which, is, which would not go through your skin. It would just collapse. So you, you have to fit this thing in an applicator and mm. then you, you bash it against your arm, essentially, and then slowly remove it and it big, pulls... Big, big the... squeamish, do all of these things hurt? I mean, I suppose no. it probably hurts less than stabbing your finger every day anyway. It hurts less. Well, you can't... There's no, there's no sensation at all when you stick, the, stick this thing in your arm, literally none. And it's obviously going in a fairly soft part of the under of your arm sort of thing. And but it there just is... basically sticks to your arm with something presumably sticking pretty well very very strong adhesive there's a whole sub sub genre of products on amazon to put over it to patch it but i would imagine then they would stop your skin around it sort of breathing so i've avoided it so far i've caught it on the door jam a few times uh, i'm reliably informed that uh, the makers of this which is abbott uh, will replace them if you sort of rip one out accidentally they'll replace you know they won't replace one if you do it 10 times but they'll replace one um, now I managed to get hold of this there's a big 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 drawback with these unless you're type 1 diabetic in the UK mm. or you take insulin for type 2 and even then it's a struggle you cannot get it on the NHS and these sensors are effectively £49 each um, 
and that is and that is only because you can claim VAT relief on them. Otherwise, it'd be obviously about fifty-eight quid. Um, so they're a hundred quid a month, let's say. So that's what it costs to do it. And and a lot of people would argue that that's not a lot. And I do wish I'd done it years ago when I was earning a lot more money because I would have sort of been quite comfortable doing it. But um, I suddenly saw a couple of, well, about a month ago, I think, I saw that there was a trial of these uh, being offered. So each each disc that you stick in your arm lasts 14 days. Oh, and then, by the way, you scan it either with a reader supplied by Abbott Medical or you actually scan it. In my case, obviously, I scan it with the iPhone. And interestingly, it uses NFC um, to scan each time. So um, obviously, they've worked with Apple on it to get to get access to the NFC uh, API, because as we know, nobody else gets access to that except for Apple themselves. Uh, as far as I know, mm-hmm. obviously this this suggests actually that Apple will open it up to a um, to a product. And I do wonder. Part of me does wonder if at some point there's going to be a collaboration between one of these companies. There's a there's about four of these devices on the market. The Libra is the most available in the UK. And there's another one. The, the other one that is available in the UK is called a Dexcom G6, but that is horrendously large. Um, and you already have to be a little bit careful about, you know, not ripping this off. I've put it in the wrong arm because I've put it in the arm that I would normally sleep on. So for the last five nights, I have been sleeping on the wrong side uh, for me, although I've got used to that pretty quickly. Actually, It hasn't affected my sleep in the slightest. Um, nothing bad happens, by the way, if I was to lay on it, except I would get very, very low readings, probably, because mm. I would compress the area around the sensor. The, the, key, the key thing to bear in mind is that the sensor is not testing my blood in any way, shape or form. Um, it tests the, and I'm going to ask for your help with this word because I can't say it, instead. Interstitial. Inter. Inter Milan. I'm going to think of Inter Milan. Interstitial. That will do. Uh, It it measures that fluid, which is not your blood, obviously. And subsequently, it's not always completely aligned with a blood, uh, blood test. The way to check is that you do a finger prick test on your meter. Uh, your meter's obviously been tested, and I've tested my new meter with a. I've got a brand new meter as well. I'll come on to that very briefly. Um, you test it, and it's with it. What, what seem what I've learned in five days is when my blood sugar is very high, uh, which I would I would always say is over ten. Uh, if it's high, the higher it gets, the the least accurate this thing is, but in the right direction really. Because I had a reading the other day of seventeen point two on the on the new new Libra. Um, and when I'd done a blood test, it was about 15.2. So it, at least it's in the right side because what I found in five days already is this thing just makes me think, oh my God, it's going up, it's going up, it's going up. But the, the beauty of this is, and I think you've seen a screenshot of it, um, is alongside, every time you scan it, alongside that there's an arrow, which yeah. doesn't sound particularly exciting, but that, that is either pointing up or, uh, or level or down where you laugh but it often I, I've now realized that it points diagonally which means going up slowly or going down slowly so uh, an arrow right down is going down quickly an arrow up is is rising rapidly which if I scan it now it will it will probably do because I've just just basically less than an hour ago had lunch so I'm going to scan it live oh uh, well, that's 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 interesting we'll talk about that in a minute um 
So once you eat a meal, it, it, you get the up arrow, but then it will change to the diagonal up arrow and then eventually to the, to the, to the three o'clock arrow and then eventually all the way down to six o'clock. Um, that is incredibly helpful because what this disc is doing is it is literally monitoring it continuously. I think in reality it does it once a minute, I believe. Uh, once a minute or once every three minutes. It might be the Libra 3 that does every minute, uh, which is not in the UK yet. Uh, the Libra 3, just to touch on it, when it comes is going to be even more amazing because it is the size of a 5, well, maybe not a 5p piece, uh, but it is 70% smaller than the one I've got now and much lower profile. Um, the point of that is to save all the plastic because, you know, I was talking about the applicator. There's an awful lot of plastic to throw away with this thing. Mm, that's not which so is now it's, dis not. it's disappointing um i've got to look into um getting rid of that but there's a needle in the applicator as well so you've got to be really careful apparently when you take it apart because there's a needle and a spring in there mm, um yeah. so if you're going to take it apart you've got to wear goggles and things so i don't know i'm gonna to have to look into that i'm thinking about it i'll just save them up for now yeah. now want the needle to, to no, fire in your eyes that would not be good um now, you might be, everyone might be going, hang on, he's got no money or not a lot of money, and he's, he's, he's just told us it's 100 quid a month. How is he getting this money? Well, I've got some of you guys listening to this to thank, um, and I've got Richard and all my buddies in my local forum, our, our little back channel, as we call it, to thank for this, because on the event of my 60th birthday, you guys all had a little whip round, and uh, effectively, um, you basically raised... 300 quid, let's say, it doesn't matter if we say the amount, and um, you got me to have an experience, you know, like a like, like flying a plane or jumping yeah, out. That, of, that, was, that was the idea. That was the idea. Something you wouldn't have done otherwise. <laughs> Something I wouldn't have done otherwise, indeed. And um, through a couple of combinations of things, I think we might have touched on it in the past, because I think we have mentioned this in the past, but um, the only thing I really wanted to do... Um, that I would have done is the plane thing, but Jackie, I would have wanted her to come with me and she just wouldn't under any circumstances come with me. And also, even though she said, go ahead, go on and you do it. She, it, if you live with someone for 40 years. Yeah, you, yeah. It, was the, it, it was the way they have of saying, yeah, yeah why don't yeah. you do that? Knowing perfectly well, yeah. know, I'm just going to make life inconvenient until you've done this. Yeah. There was little co there was little comments whenever we saw a little play. Anyway, long story short, that, that she didn't want me to do it. Um, I was both excited and scared by it. So we never, nothing happened to that money and it kind of just got uh, to the point where I convinced you guys to let me spend it essentially long story short to spend it on these sensors so you guys have very kindly contributed to three months of um of sensors by which time i don't think i would have to wear although i must admit at the moment i'm so excited i'd like to carry on wearing it forever and it may well be that i do decide that hang on a hundred quid is a uh is worth spending you know um it certainly isn't cheap is it i mean it's not yeah is, is, you can't presumably you know, import these things yourself from, from the States or something and get it any cheaper? No, not that I know at the moment. And I've been on a lot of mm. forums and I think that would have popped up by now, to be honest, because, yeah. uh, um, I mean, most of the people on the forums, to be fair, are type ones and they're getting them through the NHS. Where does um, it come from? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure what Abbott Medical, uh, what country they're from, to be honest. 
can't... I shall, uh, I shall Google while you talk. I think what... Um, yeah, if you look up Libra 2 and take it from there, um, or Abbott Medical, I think, is the is the name. Um, I... Uh, what, I'm, what I might do, because I think we'll... Because it is a bloody good bit of tech, you know. It is, it's... Illinois is the answer, okay. Illinois, yeah, OK, fair enough, fair enough. Um, I thought you were going to say they're Russian for a minute and then I was going to be in serious <laughs> trouble, wasn't yes. I? You'll have to put your arm in under an embargo. Or something. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, so I think my my thoughts are... So, so I suppose I ought to just briefly explain this. It's in the arm, it stays in the arm, you shower in it, you can swim in it. I haven't done anything. And in fact, I've tried not to get it too wet, really, and then when you when you dry it, you dab at it rather than yank the towel up and down your arm like you normally would uh this sort of thing um it runs 15 minutes behind any blood test so whenever i do a blood test um i i wait 15 minutes and then on on, a, on several occasions now it has been literally 5.7 on one and 5.7 on the other in fact that happened just a short time ago um, but in this short space of time i've gone from having really bad control not really bad control but a, a diabetic, when they eat, it it will go up. There's nothing we can do about that. It will shoot up way lot, way more than yours will. Mine will easily go if I have a, a meal with a bit of uh, sort of a lot of carbohydrates in it, then it will go to sort of twelve. Whereas if you measured yours after a four four rounds of white bread, it would probably go to seven or eight or something like that because your your body would pump out the insulin to to bring it down. Um, but it's not so much about where it goes. It could go to 15. It's how quickly it comes back down and what your average is, yeah. basically. Yeah. How fast you can recover. Exactly. I know you've got probably got a text message there. Is that your... Um... That, that is, yeah. Um, yeah, no problem. So you got... have to wrap up in about five minutes. Yeah, five minutes is absolutely fine with me. I will do that. Um, so basically, let's put it this way. On We'll talk about this a lot more in future shows anyway, I'm sure, because um, so I'm going to use your, your you guys... Uh, birthday money to, to fund this i think that is not quite what you had in mind but could well be a good experience i.e it could help me live longer um yeah. on my first day of using it and i was i was trying to stick to what i normally do as a as a test the first two days my average over that 24 hour period was about 9.8 which is not very good uh and my average today is 7.5 and my average yesterday was 7.7 so it, it's had an immediate impact. It's also committed me for the last five days. I have done 10,000 steps oh, every day, which is which it was slowly dropping because when I was at Waitrose, I was doing loads and loads of steps. Um, but now, obviously, I, I'm not doing as many. I do about seven to eight thousand at John Lewis, unless it's like an absolutely manic day, then I do about 10 anyway. But I am committed to doing it. In I'm off off today, and obviously days off are the, not the hardest because you can go for a nice walk. But it's been rain all day oh, here. It's been absolutely horrible here. Yeah, in, uh, in, the, th- in the Midlands. Yeah, I think we've got it now. So I did manage to get a walk in, and I've already done me ten thousand steps a day. In fact, I'm up to eleven, and it's uh, it's half okay. ho- it's sort of half three. So yeah, pretty pleased with that. I know you got to go, so yeah, we'll. So- uh, Sorry, sorry about that. But not a problem, mate. You, uh, I have somebody walking home in the pouring rain. Yes, so, uh, the you don't I want to it, allow that. It's going to be. <laughs> All right, well, good to talk to you. And you, Enjoy mate. I'll... Gadget, and uh, we'll be back for hopefully a, a sort of more full-length version presently. Absolutely. Catch up with you soon, mate. Right. Yeah, okie doke. Cheers, okay. buddy. See Bye, you later. Everybody. Bye. Bye.
Okay, well, Rich is gone, but I'm going to carry on talking just for a a few more minutes um, because we only had a very short uh, time there, unfortunately. Um, I didn't want to, I wanted to get this in because, first of all, I want to say thank you to everyone. Uh, On top of what I just mentioned while I was chatting to Rich, um, I I also got under the last donation thing that I called. As you guys remember, I said I'll, I'll only do it once a year. This isn't this isn't another call for donations, but I got um, uh, a couple of hundred quid for that as well. So I'm really really grateful. Uh, I was going to use that um, to buy a little bit of tech or something like that, but I think uh, I will I will add this to the fund to the Libra Two fund. I think. And uh, that would get me up to five months of continuous monitoring, by which time I think I'm going to have a a really good handle on what does what. Um, I was going to say to Richard, actually, before he had to go, that um, today my blood sugar, I I just had lunch like an hour before we started this, usually takes around 30 to 50 minutes to start rising. And this is the first time I've ever had this, really, that I had... um, I had uh, bread, ham, tomatoes, I had loads of fruit with it. And typically that would have gone, I was 5.7 before I took it. We'd, we'd been out and done this sort of four and a half mile walk. So that brought it way down, obviously, anyway. But for the first time I can remember for ages at, um, at 14.50, it was 10.2. And I'm still in the old measurements, the MMOL over L. Um, it was 10.2. If you're in the States, you'll have to um, you'll have to uh, switch that into milligrams, I'm afraid, sorry. Um, and anyway, it's dropped down within, uh, my, my last scan was 1450 and that was 10.2. And at 1533, it had dropped right back to 7.9. Um, but the sheer beauty of this this thing, and I, I appreciate this is radio, not uh, not visual. I'm scanning it again. You may have just heard that. Now, it, it, it's an interesting device. I'll go and do a blood test in a bit and report back. But um, it, it scanned this time at 8.4, but still showing. In the past, that would sort of confuse me with a blood test because you'd think, where is it going? But both of those last two scans are showing steady. So it's probably just a statistical difference between what it's measuring at any given time. Um, because when I when it was 5.7 at half one, it was exactly 5.7 15 minutes later on the Libra 2 uh, device. So, uh, yeah, I'm really, really excited about it, as you can hear. We'll continue to incorporate it into the into the show. And, and a little shout out if anybody um, is listening to this and they are uh, diabetic or just been diagnosed or have any any questions even if they're not diabetic they are trying to sell this product now to people that are not diabetic they are trying to sell it to sort of athletes and people doing training so they can see exactly what effect food has uh, on their on their blood sugar now bearing in mind i've been diabetic for 14 years only this week through the research of this product because it's not just how good the product is it's what it leads you on to read and uh, you start learning when I first started out I've learned all about glycemic index and glycemic load and then promptly forgot about it for the next 14 years um and then I've, I've only just learned that, for example, I don't know how, I feel bad, actually. I feel silly to, to admit this, but I've only just learned that 
Uh, if you take a, a a product, let's take a slice of white bread versus let's say wholemeal. Uh, if you take a, a slice of uh, white bread at 22 grams of carbs, um, on the packet it will usually say, you know, 1.2 or 3.2 grams of sugar. And I was kind of thinking, oh, that's not too bad. That's hardly any sugar. And guess what? I was, I was not, I was a few days uh, ago that I found out that actually all the carb pretty much gets taught, turned into sugar or glucose. Uh, I feel bad for not taking this on board more fully, really, uh, before. Um, obviously, I've got away with it because 14 years on, I'm having, thankfully, no side effects uh, except a tiny, tiny bit of background uh, uh, retinopathy on my eye test last time, hoping that's gone away this year, uh, but no, no treatment required for it. Um, and and on my last uh, AC A1C was was seven point one. So I think it, I think it. We'll see. We'll see. Actually, I'll get the result in about a week. But I think it will be seven and a half this time. Personally, uh, based on nothing other than uh, what I think. But um, so um, yeah, I learned that you take this 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 um, uh, what what's it called uh, slice? Yes, slice of bread. I was going to say sheet of bread there, but that would be. Uh, probably very high in carbs. So you take this slice of bread at 22, you can take off the fiber. Um, so you can take, actually take the fiber away, which I think I had a vague idea that I knew, but clearly not very front of, front of mind. So if this um, white bread has got any fiber, it will be like 1.1 grams. So you, you end up with, a, with a, a slice of bread being 21 grams of carbs that are going to actually affect you. Uh, it's called net carbs. And if you look at the same sort of um, slice of wholemeal, I've bought, I've, I've, I've bought some very low carb bread today. I'll tell you about that in a minute. But if you look at a normal, decent, uh, multi-seeded wholemeal, you'll have something like the same number of grams uh, of, of carbs, 22, but you'll have anything from, from three and a half to five and a half grams of fiber to take off that. So your net carb load is considerably lower plus the grains actually help um, slow the blood sugar release. So today I found this, this, this um, bread very expensive, like 180 for a tiny loaf, tiny slices uh, in uh, Sainsbury's. And it's quite expensive, although, I don't know, 180, I'll probably make like three lunches out of it. So that's, that's not particularly terrible. Um, and I had three slices of that, which, but the, but the beauty of it is a, the slices are much smaller, but the beauty is that it's got five grams of carbs, but three and a half grams of those are fiber. So it's got a net carb load. And that, that's, that's exactly why this, um, this rise was so short and so mild, uh, over my safety area, uh, of where I need to be. Now, obviously, I just said I was 8.4 right now, so uh, I'm going to scan again because it's obviously the point of this show is to just talk about this thing. So I'm just going to go back and scan again and check glucose. Let me hold that. Just hold it up to your arm. Goes through a coat, goes through everything else. So now we are, interestingly, this time we're at 8.7. So the last three have been 7.9, 8.4 and 8.7. Um I will try and report back on the next show, which will be in, a, in another couple of weeks, because this is going to replace the, the Sunday show, which we weren't going to be able to have because Richard was going to be away. Um, 
but I suspect all of those readings are actually quite similar. But the far more important thing about this is the arrow. Uh, and in all three of those readings, it's, re it's recording as completely level. So now when it's level going or going down, of course, I do not worry at all. I have actually had a couple of uh, events that go under 3.9 which is where you'd normally start to feel a little bit wobbly and or a little bit weird uh, as a, if you were having a hypo. But in both cases, I was sound asleep in the middle of the night, so it didn't affect me in any, in any particular way. Um, you obviously shouldn't go too low. The other thing I learned this week, which I'd love to hear some feedback on, uh, on Twitter or, or whatever. Oh, I, I didn't finish off asking if anyone wanted to come on as a guest to talk about that. They can either come on and do a, a little session like this with me directly and I'll put it into the show or they can join me and Richard for a, for a Sunday morning. It's usually a Sunday morning at, uh, um, at 10.15. If anyone wanted to do it this Sunday morning, more than happy to, to, to do it uh, and have a part two to this, if you like. Um, but um, I think basically this is going to get me under control and keep me there. I've, 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 as I said earlier, I've already had lower, lower averages over the last few days than I've had for a long time. And I generally find that my A1C comes out a good bit lower than the blood meter usually tells me. Now, you may be thinking what, what particular advantage has this got over the blood meter. Um, the, the main one is just literally knowing what, what the trend is, what is going on. Uh, for example, we, before we went out for our walk um, this morning, I, uh, I, I basically got up um, on day off, so don't judge me. I got up, I did a scan actually at 5.25am, which was just a, a loo visit. I don't know how I had the, uh, uh, I don't know how I actually remembered to do a scan when I was half asleep still. And that was 6.4, so obviously I hadn't eaten for sort of 10 hours or 8 hours, 8, 9 hours. Um, and then when I actually woke up at 8.08, it was 7.3. Um, if you're not diabetic, you won't know this, but you, you get a natural rise when you wake up and get up in the morning. It's called the dawn phenomenon. Phenom I can't, another word I can't say. Dawn phenomenon. Let's, you know what I'm talking about. Phenon, I don't know. Wow. That's ridiculous, isn't it? I can't say interstitial. I can now because I thought of Inter Milan. But uh, yeah, it's called the dawn, that word. And it basically is your body saying, um, oh, he's up now. He's, he's not resting anymore. He's up. We better give his body some sugar uh, as energy to get up. So you have a rise without eating anything. Generally speaking, it's the only time you get a rise without eating anything, except for one thing that I just discovered. And I'd love to hear feedback on this. Um, when I first got diagnosed, I if I was high in the first sort of weeks, certainly I panicked like hell when the blood test came back at like 16 which it did originally when I was diagnosed by the way I had a uh, had a reading at the doctors of about 18 so it's pretty pretty damn high um, not sure if I ever told the story about how I got diagnosed but it involved my uh, my dog Max at the time pretty sure I have told that story I'll cover it again in another show um, I was panicking, it'd get to 16, and I would literally say to my boss at work at the Hyundai dealership, I would say, look, I'm really, really sorry, I need to just walk around the block, I'll take it out of my lunch break. And I would walk around the block, I suspect that was less than probably only seven or 800 steps, I would say, generally, it wasn't a huge, a huge square block. Um, 
But when I got back, within five minutes of that, another blood test would take it from 16 down to about 11, which I was sort of, you know, still worried about, but more comfortable with. So I thought the other morning when I was, when I, the first day I had this actually, when I was testing it out and um, just trying to eat normally, so eat a normal rubbish breakfast, that is one of my worst things, uh, terrible, terrible breakfast that I have, um, uh, usually involves white bread or toast or something like that. Um, what I did was, um, I tested it sort of after I showered after that and it was like, it went up to, it did go up to like 17 and I didn't panic because I know now a few years on, I know not to, to worry about it that much because I can bring it down quite quickly. So I thought, well, I'm, I'm early for work. I will jump on the little exercise bike that is in our, on my lounge and I'll give it, I'll give it like five or six minutes of intensive, uh, pedaling on the bike. Now, any of you guys that already know this or already know what's coming, um, I, actually, I lied. It wasn't 17.2. It was about 15, uh, which was bad enough. After the cycle ride, it went up to 17.2 by the time I got to work. And it turns out, and I still don't quite believe this, but I guess it makes perfect sense. It turns out that if you if you, if you make your body go from complete resting, this was only a little while after waking up, remember. If you go from complete rest to sudden sharp exercise, your body essentially says, God, this guy is in trouble. Something's going on. Uh, we need to pump his uh, system with glucose. And in, in you guys without diabetes, you would, you would simply, your, your body would go, okay, he's got too much uh, glucose now. We'll give him some insulin from the, from the pancreas. But mine doesn't work like that anymore so um i also take my medication in the morning so obviously that normally or normally helps bring it down quite quite quickly but that was that was those first two days when i was testing stuff out so over the next few days on this first device which is going to last another nine days after this uh, show is recorded at least which is recorded on the uh, as I said, on the 16th, not quite sure when I'm going to put it out yet. Might might be today. You might hear it early. You might not. Um, so we'll have to see how that goes. On my checkup thing, I also asked for a new blood glucose meter because essentially what I was having to do was... Goodness me, Siri, will you just do one? Um... I had to take a take a finger prick thing, uh, do the test, and then I had to either manually enter it into uh, my app on the iPhone, just into Apple Health, or I had to uh, I wrote a little shortcut for it. So I all all I had to do, you know, third world problems. All I had to do was 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 ask S that shall not be named uh, to log the BG. And uh, he would say, what is your BG? I would say what it is, and he would log it for me. So it wasn't the end of the world, but the new meter, uh, it's called an AccuCheck Instant. That just does it automatically. It connects uh, each time you register the meter under Bluetooth. And then each time you put a little um, test strip in, it wakes up and talks to the phone. And as soon as it's got the blood test, it uh, pops it straight over. So I've now got two apps. I've got the Libra 2 app uh, giving me one set of results and then the um, the blood sugar monitor doing doing the rest of the results. It's also considerably smaller and funded by the G, uh, the, NH, the great NHS. So, um, you know, more no, no money to pay, just a bit more money really for me to, to buy these Libra sensors. Um, 
So I can't recommend it enough. If you're diabetic, if you, everyone can have a go at one uh, because you can get a 14 day, um, just put Libra 2. Uh, it's called the Freestyle Libra 2 from Abbott Medical. And just put that into Google and you'll get to a page where they will send you um, one under in for, a 14 day uh, sensor each sensor lasts 14 days and you pull it out throw it away and put a new sensor in uh, the sensor is all safe self-contained obviously with a battery and everything and, and, and a transmitter as well um, later today i'm going to actually pull the data out of this into a, an app called libra view which is an online app um, and that that apparently gives me lots more insight and depth to the to the data but yeah very very excited just thanks again everybody uh, who contributed a to my um, birthday fund last year? Sorry, I didn't do the daring drop out of a plane, drive a racing car. See, I had no interest whatsoever in driving a racing car. I had enough of cars for, for for sort of 25 years on and off in the in the blessed motor trade. So I definitely didn't wanna didn't wanna do that. Um, I'm going to sign off now. I will, um, if anyone wants to get in touch, uh, it is Kev Wright at Twitter. And, uh, and come on, uh, either this Sunday or in two Sundays' time from this Sunday, from the 20th. So it'll be the, I don't know, I don't know, it'll be the 27th plus another Sunday. I don't know what it is. Every two weeks. And it would have been this Sunday coming up. So uh, thanks for listening. Hope it hasn't been too boring. If you've got any questions, send them in on Twitter uh, or you can hit me up at Kev. Thanks, Siri. Goodness me. You can uh, go for me at kevright 2002 at gmail.com. If you happen to be listening and you work for Abbott Medical um, and want to uh, (laughs) send me a few free ones, then I will be more than happy to listen and uh, give it a plug every week or every fortnight, I should say, on the on the show. So please feel free in that unlikely event that you work for Abbott Medical or indeed know somebody that does. Uh, thank you very much for listening and we will catch up again soon. Cheers. Bye bye.